Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Leon Fontaine. Leon is senior pastor of Springs Church with locations across Canada. He's also been Miracle Channel's CEO since 2010. Leon's teaching will help you develop your own personal relationship with Jesus and walk in God's promises. You can watch his program, The Spirit Contemporary Life with Leon Fontaine, weekdays on Miracle Channel. And now, Leon will share how connecting with God and experiencing His unconditional love for you will give you unwavering confidence and joy. Let's dive into the message. I'm excited about teaching you something that I believe is going to help so many people. The Bible has got a lot to say about how you feel loved, where you get your significance from, what makes you feel special. What makes you feel important? Now, a lot of people are thinking right now, I don't, and you're right. There's an entire massive group of people today who they struggle with any kind of self-worth. They struggle to feel special or to feel approval. And so the number one addiction on the planet is people trying to be to get approval from someone, trying to get a sense of importance and that I'm special and and all that is fine. God actually designed you and I to feel that. Now, the problem is, is that where do you get this from? Because where you have been getting this from is going to determine your entire future. Some people get a sense of they're special from their looks, from being beautiful, being in great shape, uh, looking really good, fashion. Others love having the people around them recognize them and compliment them. And, and so the person who really puts their faith in their looks for their sense of approval and being special and significance will spend the rest of their life with every kind of surgery and makeup. And, and, and those things are fine, but they put everything into that. And so as they age, they go into a real depression and a funk because there's always someone better looking and your skin and gravity affects everything on your body. Uh, there's others who they'll never be able to get their peers to brag only about them. It's never enough. And so this horrible rat race of never really feeling whole, never feeling um, that you're worth something, never feeling like that I'm special. Every little child desires to feel that. And the Bible even says, let him who desires to be great be the servant of all. So being great is fine. Just use your giftedness, use your life to serve others and be others focused. So I really pray that as I dive into this, that you are going to begin to change something in your life as a believer. If you don't know Christ, uh, accepting him is the most important thing. Now, I was raised uh, in a denomination where some of the teachers that I heard brought forth 
this humility that was so brutal that we are filthy rags. We are nothing. Why would God even look at us? Uh, you know, we are not of any value. And we're, and so humility to them was debasing yourself. It was putting yourself down like you're scum, you're nothing. And uh, that that's what God wants. But I'm going to go to Psalms chapter eight. Here the psalmist is asking a question that all of us ask. And I'm going to read it because I think it, he puts it so beautifully. You need to pay attention because I believe in this next message, something's going to unlock in you and you are going to become free uh, from needing it from anyone else. And you're going to feel connected to a sense of worth, importance, significance that is going to change your entire life. Oh, eternal our Lord, your majestic name is heard throughout the earth. Your magnificent glory shines far above the skies. From the mouths and souls of infants and toddlers, the most innocent, you've decreed power to stop your adversaries and quash those who seek revenge. He's talking about the incredible God, how great he is. When I gaze to the skies and meditate on your creation, on the moon, the stars, and all you've made, I can't help but wonder, you care about mortals, sons and daughters of men, specks of dust floating about the cosmos? Now, have you ever gone outside and if you're away from the lights of the city and you lay on your back and you look up in the darkness and you see stars, and you'll see satellites going by. You'll see shooting stars. You'll look, and if it's a really great night, you know you're looking in, I mean, millions and millions of miles. And you just feel so insignificant on this little earth. This is what the psalmist is talking about. You're incredible. You're amazing. You're, you're stupendous. You're one. Then he goes, what is man that you're mindful of him? It says, but you placed the son of man just beneath God. You know, in the King James, it says just below the angels. But the word there in the Hebrew is Elohim, which is the word for God. He says, you've placed mankind just beneath God, honored him like royalty, crowning him with glory and honor. You ordained him to govern the works of your hands, to nurture the offspring of your divine imagination. You placed everything on earth beneath his feet, all kinds of domesticated animals, even the wild animals in the fields and the forests, the birds of the sky, the fish of the sea, all the multitudes of the living things that travel the currents of the oceans. O eternal our Lord, your majestic name is heard throughout the earth. This psalm is about how we see ourselves. And he says here that you've made us just a little lower than God. Now, I'm probably going to do a two or three part series on this. So you need to hear everything that we're teaching on this. But it's listen to what it says. God, this is the voice translation. And, and it says, God, you honored mankind like royalty crowning him with glory and honor. Let me give you two words that mean, mean clearer in our vernacular. It says, crowning him with dignity and worth, self-worth. So what does it mean to crown somebody? Well, if you're going to crown someone to be the king of a country, they have a big coronation ceremony, and they take that crown, 
And that crown symbolizes they are about to step into authority, into power. And they'll, I've seen some of them when they've done this in different countries and, and that person will kneel as the government, the group of people take this crown and place it on their head and then raise them up and seat them on a throne or in a seat of authority and power saying, you are now the king. You are now the queen. Now, if you want to know that person's worth and self-worth on the planet, they know they're a king. They're a queen. They've got incredible authority, incredible power. Here it is giving us a picture and it's saying, who is God? When he looked at the stars, he went, good Lord, I'm like nothing. I'm a little speck of dust floating in the air. But no, you have crowned me with dignity and worth. You know, people who really don't like themselves and who don't feel have much self-worth, they often don't have much dignity. They'll put themselves down. They'll do disgusting things. They'll talk in disgusting ways. It's like they've got no dignity. And they'll talk about beautiful things with, with no dignity. They'll just make, because there's nothing in them that honors. When you, when you crown someone with honor, with glory, it means there's a dignity about people. When you meet someone who knows who they are, has an incredible sense of dignity and self-worth, there's a peace about them. They'll walk into the room and people just notice them because others walk into the room without a real sense of self-worth or dignity and they're trying to get people to like them. You can see them work in the room. Please like me. Please like me. And what do you think about me and how am I dressed? And if they don't ask, they'll just wear something or they'll dress a certain way so that people can notice them. Much of the achievements of mankind is looking for the acknowledgement of their peers, looking for the acknowledgement of their dad, their mom. I talked to a young man one time in our church and he was, I was just chatting with him and he, he was unhappy. And I said, why are you so unhappy? He said, I, well, he says, I, my dad wanted me to uh, be a farmer. He said, I didn't want to, but we had a big farm, lots of money. Someone had to take it over. And so I did what he wanted. And I tried to make him happy. I tried to, to you know, do and to find approval in him. And I've never found it. And I'm still searching for it. And I feel so empty and yuck. And, and I said, well, where's your dad now? Oh, he's dead. He died a while ago. So here's this son who is working and living his life, trying to make his dad happy. His dad's dead and gone. I asked him if his dad ever approved of him, if he ever said words that crowned him with dignity and worth, that told him he was special, that made him feel like a man, gifted, significant. He said, never. He only just corrected me, found fault with me. Kids want to be approved so badly. Kids want your approval. They want to be honored. They want a sense of dignity. They want to feel significant. They want to feel special. And when you do, they just lighten up and they're attracted to the person who makes them feel special. Like what you hear? You can watch more messages from Leon Fontaine on Corco Plus, Miracle Channel streaming service. Corco Plus has thousands of ministry programs in the Christian Living section. Every week, we take your favorite speakers and curate messages into topic-based playlists. You could watch a playlist on marriage, forgiveness, or your destiny, and hear hand-picked messages from speakers like James Levesque, Brian Houston, Levi Lisko, and so on. 
Go to Corco.com to sign up for your free account in three simple steps. That's C-O-R-C-O.com. Corco Plus programming is available to Canadian residents only. You know, even in today's world, it's amazing how we move our desire for approval and love and attention and significance off of our parents, often onto teachers, from teachers to coaches, from coaches to our boss. And none of that is bad at all because that's, you know, except if you get your core self-worth from a boss's okay, from your parents, okay, you might have parents that are flawed at that. You might have a boss that has no ability to compliment you and to notice how well that you do. So what do we do? Well, here it says, David is looking for his sense of dignity and worth. And instead of looking to the people, instead of looking to something else, he begins to look to the heavens. And he says, God, who is man? Who am I? And then the presence of God, and this, this is the presence of God is flowing through him as he prophesies this psalm. And then God begins to speak through him and he began to recognize that God, you crowned me. Every one of us is royalty. The Bible says in the book of Revelation that we are kings and priests. We are made in the likeness and the image of God. Come on, we're not piglets. We're not colts or calves or puppies or kitties, okay? Cats have kittens. We are the children of God. That makes us phenomenal. We must, if you want to know where incredible, phenomenal dignity and worth, a feeling of connectedness, of being special, a feeling of significance, a feeling of being loved, of being valued, if you want to know where that comes from, it's turning your attention off of your gifts, turning your attention off your looks, your body, what people think, the accolades of those around you, and then beginning to look to God and seeing yourself crowned by him. I just see God taking a crown and just placing it on my head and saying, you are, you have dignity and worth. You are special. You are loved. You are my son. You need to see it if you're a woman as you are my daughter. And then you look for who you are. You look to this coronation that God has made for every human being on the planet, crowning him with dignity and with worth. It goes on to say, you ordained him to look after the work of his hands. And it goes on bragging about all that God has given us, running the earth, the animals, everything in the ocean, everything in the skies. I mean, every domesticated, every wild animal. I mean, the earth itself, everything that was in God's imagination to make this planet, he's given to you and I and says, here, run it. I want, in other words, he believes in us. Can you imagine if you had something really special and uh, maybe you restored a beautiful car and then you give it to your 11-year-old with the keys and tell him to go for an eight-hour cruise somewhere? I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, you don't trust them yet. You don't believe in that eight-year-old to protect this $200,000 and three years of labor into this vehicle. No. So you don't believe in them yet. They're not able to run this gorgeous car. Did you know that this psalm is showing us that God believes in us? He believes in you. He is saying to you, I believe in you. I've got a great future for you. I mean, Ephesians 2.10 says that he has prepared a path for us, that we could walk in it if we so desire, and that this path is phenomenal and giftedness. You are God's creation. God doesn't make junk. 
I often laughingly will tell people because some people are into tattoos. Said if I was to get a tattoo, I would literally say designed in heaven made by God, not designed in Japan, made by Toyota, not designed in America, made by Ford, designed in heaven itself, made by God. That's you. We can look at Ferraris. We can look at the most gorgeous buildings. We can look at the greatest art, the most beautiful movies, any of man's creations. And, and we can go, oh, I mean, I've been in beautiful cities. I remember going into Singapore and looking at the gorgeous city and the harbors and the architecture and just being in awe of this place. And then realizing if mankind can design this, who I must be because God designed me. I want you to begin to look to God for your dignity for your worth. I don't care how people speak about you. You know, it doesn't matter how great of a person you are. You will have your critics. You'll have people who look at you and sneer. Psalms 1 says, don't sit in the seat of the scornful. You know, it's amazing as a pastor. I've literally given my life to helping people, praying with people, teaching people, restoring people, helping them through divorce and funerals and weddings and being there and hospital visitation and middle of the nights and all the things. And I love every minute of it. Yet I'll still have a group of people that think I'm a slimy, you know, egotistical. You just do it for yourself. You're just after the money. What is wrong with you? And they'll just lie about me, tell stories about me. I mean, when they see me, they'll just turn away and look. Not a lot, but it's just a group who are like that. You're always going to have people. I used to try to make everyone like me. It was important to me that everyone believe in me and like me. I would run around like a chicken with my head chopped off. I mean, I hear someone said something about me and I'd book them for coffee and we'd sit down and I would just try to win them. What's their issues? And their issue might be I make too much money or I, I look too good with my suit or I've got too much power in what I do. And, 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 and it doesn't matter what I said. I couldn't get them to like me. I couldn't get him. And the Bible says that the fear of man is a snare. Now a snare, when it traps an animal, there's a pig in the ground and that snare gets around their foot and they can only run in one little circle. They can't run to the rivers. They can't run the meadows. They can't run through the forests. They can't go to food. They can't enjoy the beautiful forest and meadows. They're caught within a two, one foot radius by a snare. When you begin to look to people, for your significance. When you be able to look to your spouse, listen guys, if you need your wife to brag on you and love on you and without that you're nothing, you're going to the rest of your life, you're going to be chasing her like a little puppy chasing a car. If you need a man to make you feel whole and to get your self-worth from, or if you're a single girl, you always got to have a date on your arm to make you feel special, then you are not looking to God. If your gift and you being number one is so important because that's where you get your sense of significance and importance where, uh, from you have missed it hugely. And so we must look to God. And as we look to him, we have this understanding that you were made. When you were born, you were born into royalty. When you were born, you know, forget about Queen Elizabeth, forget about whatever kings and queens you know, or whatever family you're in awe of on the, on the planet, whether it's Rothschilds or, or wealth or Kennedys or whatever, forget all that. You were born into royalty. You need to absorb that, believe that. You were crowned 
with dignity and worth. You are crowned with glory and honor. You are significant. You're made in the likeness and the image of God. And there are so many of you watching me right now that you need to confess this every day. You need to listen to this message over and over. Find these verses. Get up in the morning, look in the mirror and say, I have been born into royalty. I'm made in the likeness and the image of God. I have dignity. I have worth. I have glory. I am royalty because of Jesus. God has made me this way. Then as you get out, and I like people liking me, don't get me wrong. I don't want people to hate me. I work at being likable. I think that's an important thing to do. But my sense of significance, my sense of I am, I'm never handing it to you. Even the area that I work in as a pastor, as a leader, as a CEO, I don't look at the other CEOs, the other peers that I work with and wait for them to notice me, to do a peer review, to have everybody sing my accolades, to everybody write and blog about how wonderful I am and crave that and want that and spend my whole life trying to achieve that. What an empty life. Because actually, most people are so self-centered and narcissistic that they want it themselves. They're not going to give it to you. And if you get it, it'll be only for a moment. I often tell our congregation that if I bring somebody on stage and I ask everybody just to clap and whistle and to cheer for them, and so I'll grab something, put them, and put them on stage, and the whole congregation stand and, and doesn't stop, doesn't stop. That person can stand there for a while. But after a while, you'll see them start to smile because people aren't stopping cheering them. Woohoo! Clap, 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 whistle, whistle, you're awesome, woo! And they just keep clapping and clapping and clapping. You'll actually see people begin to smile. You'll people begin to see people tear up as this incredible uh, honoring and bringing worth and dignity to them actually is contrived. I just asked everybody to do it, but it affects them. I really believe that everybody watching needs to begin to speak God's word every day about the area of being significant, being crowned with glory and honor, that I am royal, I'm a king, I'm a priest. Father, I pray right now that you touch each person listening, that they would stop this endless uh, rat race of trying to find someone to believe in them, trying to get someone to approve of them, trying to feel significant through their gifts, their achievements. And Father, I pray they would turn to you and sense and bask in how much you love them, how much you see them and how much they're worth to you. You've crowned them with dignity and worth. I pray this message goes deep into their heart and changes them forever in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more great messages from inspiring teachers like Leon Fontaine. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. So subscribe, rate, review, and share. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.